This is Miles Sergei from Grand Rapids, Michigan, USA, and you're in tune to the Decisive Podcast Mix Series with Mr. Roberto Ingram. 2020, baby. Hello, everybody. You're tuned into the Decisive Podcast Series. Hi. Guest Mix Series 2020. Mm. New decade. Roberto Q. Ingram here, and I am totally excited and more than happy to welcome back since a long time, long, long time, I think, <laughs> uh, an awesome human being, an awesome muse- uh, musician, an awesome DJ, awesome producer, and who I am pleased to know. Mr. Miles Surge, a.k.a. Translate, M- M- what is it, MS? Multiple sclerosis? <laughs> no, no, man, for real. First off, MS. Grandmaster, hello. Wow. Welcome to the program, bro. I'm good. Let me, let me correct this for the, for, okay. for the record. So everybody who says my name, they usually say it wrong. Sergey. So, it's there you go, Sergey. See y'all. He just Miles Sergey. Just messing with you, bro. <laughs> How are you, Mister Ingram? You fine today? I'm good to know you, bro. I'm good. 2020 with all these uh, viruses going around, man. It's kind of a runaround at the moment, but humans must get over it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of crazy. I think everybody should just be, you know, take notice of what's going on. Protect yourself. Be safe. Yeah, I'm a little bit, and I'm also a little bit down about uh, our man Mike. Mike Huckabee. Yeah, man, I seen that yesterday um, to the news feed uh, from Diano, you know, with his post. So I'm not sure what's going on, but uh, I hope it gets better. You know him quite well, right? Um, fairly well. I, I, you know, I've been knowing Mike since basically since I started DJing. So this is like early '90s. You know, we used to come from Grand Rapids. Me and my man uh, Kiko uh, from Grand Rapids to drive to Detroit to get records so and I, I got to know Mike and uh, Mike and uh, Rick Wade mm-hmm. on, from going to the store at record time buying records so I've, I've known I've known Mike for, for years and um, I just uh, I think I was telling you earlier that it was kind of cool like when I was able to see him in other countries it made me think like I'm actually I did something like I'm here on the same platform as somebody I respect and as a, a peer a peer of mine so it, this is me on that type of level with somebody it was really good so it was really good seeing Mike I used to see him everywhere uh, throughout Europe so um, yeah I just hope he gets well man that's my guy though for sure that goes to the point of us musicians and DJs that, that are in the business that it's very difficult to uh, get health insurance the proper health insurance with being so expensive and, and uh, yeah this is also a shame that uh, he has to basically ask for donation for for this after all the work and all the good work he's done for the for the community for the community right 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 I, you know actually I'm pretty sure I know he didn't set it up himself but I think he does have some of his friends and I don't love to help him out but I mean it goes to a point that uh, a good point that you just mentioned about health insurance like yeah, this could be a career, but in terms of like, um, a, and I'm not going to say it's not a real career, but a career that's structured. Yeah. There's no, there's no benefit system in place. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, like I for cultural artists for for cultural artists for any mm-hmm. any type of art in general. You know, it's just kind of like this is a job that we we do to um, fulfill other people's uh, needs for art and creative stuff Inter- entertainment 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 purposes yeah but, i mean creative uh property i mean it's it, it's it's a lot of work <laughs> yeah it, it is it is <laughs> but then it also comes at a cost because like for instance like i i i can't well one afford to make music and stuff and dj and stuff all the time because i'm not that in demand or for the simple fact in this case I need benefits. I need health insurance. I need things like that. And we don't have that. So I think that 
maybe someday as a, a whole that maybe artists or some type of mechanism can be put in place for, for this type of thing you know mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. because in cases like this like what do you do what if you had like a, a heart attack or something life-threatening and mm-hmm. you don't I mean, like me i have another job my main job is working and this is stuff uh, as i love it i just can't it doesn't support me in that matter but for instance like if you had something really major or a life event that happened how would you support yourself yeah, unless he, you're yeah, he was, unless he, you're putting stuff away and the savings right. that's something where you can do it he was oh. a little bit different though man he was teaching he was doing stuff for the neighborhood he was doing it for the community you know and the city of detroit uh, where is he from? Chicago, right? No, my from Detroit. From Detroit, right? Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's done a lot of. He's done a lot of. He's that done a lot of stuff for the community. Yeah, for the communities, and so yeah. I'm sure that um, him reaching out will uh, people that do know him and for all the work he's done will uh, surely, surely donate. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, it's always like, you know, for people, you whatever you put out into the universe, it usually comes back to you. Mike's a good Hopefully. person. Yeah. Well, if you're not dead think, first. <laughs> if you're not dead first. Well, I think it generally, it, it happens, you know. He, there's a lot of uh, work for the out, outreach for the youths in, in, mm. in Detroit and the community to get them on another path. And yeah, he's, he'll be all right. I was thinking, uh, I was thinking about one of our last interviews where... You described yourself oh. as the en- enigmatic, a low-flying techno producer. <laughs> it's a, it sounded good, right? Okay, you like can, it, right? Can you please reiterate this term for me, man? I don't know if I'm like that enigmatic. You know, I'm, I'm not that elusive. I actually want to get out there and get known. But okay. I think I'm a, a little known, mm-hmm. but I would love to be like superstar. Yeah. <laughs> This is also this is also a compelling <laughs> description. Uh, reclusive perfection, wait, right. reclusive perfectionist. Right, it sounded good, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good. Ah, that was cool. Uh, yeah, actually, I didn't actually. Somebody else came up came up that way. Ah, very cool. I was just stuck around for years. Uh, you have a. Let's go back to these monikers. Translate and MS. Um, yes. Are these uh, AKA still exist? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, MS is basically me, my you know, it's my initials, Miles Gay. So right. it was a shorter form. And at the time when I started that, I wanted to start a label strictly for myself. No right. other projects, just me and maybe remixes from friends, but the focus was on me. Uh, all my labels I try to start, I have started, that was the intended focus and it just went left somewhere down the line so I stuck with it it worked for a while but then you know we just kind of I just kind of stopped and I did something else but that's that translate was um, that goes back to the Fear Rock record translate um, that, that came out on uh, Russ Gabriel's like Fear Rocks and basically how that just came about I had too many records at one point in time I had like a record come a record or two like every month for like a, <laughs> a, a two year period so you got a whole slew of them out there it was, it was, you know but at the time when that happened it was just like uh the record's done and i had another record coming out or another label and i was like yo it's two records coming out maybe three and we just made the decision to go under another name which i hated that because that was like i thought maybe my time to shine i'm on this legendary label it's me i'm happy i'm proud and i couldn't use my name so but it worked out man like for that particular release on that record on that label for at least for me out of all my releases i've ever done that's the only release i know to this day that's on me not on a compilation that sold out completely in less than like a week or two Mm. that had to say something but i also thought well damn maybe people don't like me because the shit with my name on it don't sell So it's kind of one of these things, man. So the translate thing kind of stuck, and then after like a couple of months passed, I was able to let people know that was me, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, well, I mean, if if I could say I have followed social media correctly, I've you have quite a few people that really enjoy your music. So it's yeah. I understand your frustration a little bit. 
um, um, about uh, why this is not moving as you would assumed it to be after all the hard work and the releases you put out, right? Uh-huh. Um, I understand you um, have uh, put the label Calder City Development on hold. Yes. Well, Why'd you drop the bomb on that venture? Um, I always try to represent my city, uh, being right. here in Grand Rapids. Right. Um, never claimed Detroit or Chicago. A lot of people always put me in the category, oh yeah, well, not being, you know, you're black, you live in Michigan. Oh, you're right. Nobody, right. nobody knows other, any other place if you're black, make techno. But uh, Detroit or maybe Kalamazoo, if you're like Donnell Jane and them guys, but that's it. And Seth, you know, but that's it. It's like, what, what's Grand Rapids? Somebody knows it. So I've always claimed my city, so I always try to represent. But I don't know, man, after a while, doing representing my city basically my whole career. Uh, it's a lot of things behind the scenes that kind of like happening. It kind of made me sour on a lot of things right now. So I'm kind of in this weird transition of things. But as far as the, the, that particular label, um, there was some issues with distribution for a while, some okay. funds and stuff, and it just kind of got put on hold. But I am going to finish the last two releases. And I just think over time, I had a focus of where I was going with the label and what I wanted to achieve, what I wanted to do. Unfortunately, it didn't happen that. And I just think I just kind of lost focus okay. in, the, in the direction I, I tended it to go. It just kind of didn't go that way. And I think most people know me, like, I never really, I, I, I change all the time. I'm not saying I get bored with it, but I just lose interest. And I think that's what it was. I think it, I think it, it ran its course. It's ran its Same course. Way. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of like this when it comes to music styles. If I'm, if I'm basically uh, hearing the same hype the whole time and I'm really uh, and I buy in so many I have so many different styles of music that I as far as electronic music that I like it sometimes you can get caught up in this uh, whirlwind of changes and then people just get confused and lose a uh, connection um, but um, you also I also noticed that you stepped back from the music industry for a minute why so um basically it wasn't nothing to do with like you know uh, a decision to step back it was just like what was going on in my life at the time um, and coming back here moving back I needed to get focused again on like day to day activities as far as uh, getting my finances and getting my life back for those, like of, you, for those of you that don't know he was uh, living in Bristol right uh, no I was, I was I was living in Brighton Brighton, in Brighton sorry about two years, yeah. Okay, then you move back, and then a whole new uh, uh, job uh, a replacement <laughs> plan. Yeah, basically. Took place. Yeah, basically. So it, it took some time, man. Like you know, to get kind of like my footing back and get stable. And I think you know, at my age, at least, you know, I'm at the point that I'm not young, I'm not old either, but I, I'm at the point where I can't just get up, get up, pick up, and just like drop everything and right. leave. I hear that. I hear that. You know, so yeah, and it's like you want coming some stability. back. You want some stability. Yes, yes exactly, exactly. Yeah, that, that 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 helps a lot. That helps a lot in the creativity and and uh, and helps you to um, kind of like keep keep a a basic fundamental focus and foundation. You know, so, yeah, and that that relieves <laughs> that relieves you a lot. It does. I mean, just to have like. That, that stability in your life like you're not worrying like I know a lot of people out here especially younger people out there mm -hmm. they're chasing this thing and I, I'll speak on this real quick but this this, this, this music thing especially electronic thing it's an image and everybody's doing it it's a lot of people saturated and people still have dreams of being like this successful super DJ making all this money and stuff and the reality is that happens for probably 10% of everybody who's doing it and if you're chasing that and you know you got this life comes in the, into play like I, I need stability i need i got bills to pay i gotta have health care i gotta have this and that so not have to worry like well shit, if i don't get a gig next week i'm gonna get kicked out of my apartment or something you know what i mean right it's a lot of things that just have a stability that comes in play that, that i don't have to worry about those things all i gotta do as long as i get up take my butt to work punch in 
I have a paycheck and I don't have to worry about trying to chase that next gig. Mm -hmm. And I think as far as that goes, as far as making music and DJing and, and being creative, that's less pressure. There's no pressure for me to like, oh, I gotta put out another release or I gotta get a gig. It's just like, I can take my time, I can be creative, I can play and select where I wanna play and where I, if I even feel like playing, you know what I mean? It's just a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, hmm, that's, yeah, understandable. But if you got it like that, you got it like that, right? Yeah, I hate to do that. <laughs> I, mean, I would love to get make that money like that, just like playing records. But, you know, unfortunately, it happens to a few, you know what I mean? So, since your return, do you think electronic music has a long lasting future? Um, I think it's always going to be there, but I think we're in the midst of uh, a cycle. Yeah. Uh, just like always. any any genre of music, there's a cycle. Those you are know, you young people that are confused. Those are you young people that's confused about this uh, world of music. It's a cycle. It is definitely it a is. cycle. And we've been through how, how many cycles have you been through? I've been at least through at least ten of them. At least a decade. Uh, about about that, I, I'll, I'll say that it, yeah. it comes and goes. You know yeah. what I mean? You remember when you had your acid cycle? You had your stripped down house and all this drum and techno and, and hip hop. And you know, all coming jazz, back. So, yeah. And I think right now where it is, it's in a weird place. The cycle is happening, but where at the cycle where we're at, I couldn't tell you. It's just a weird place right now because music is. I don't know. It's just changing constantly. And I think I see a lot of things going back to, oh, let's go back to like 90s or even late 80s. You know what I mean? This Things are just, it's just it's constantly changing. Do you think the, the regular job that pays your bills also creates a loss of focus on where music is heading? And are you, but are you just always on top of of what's going on? outside of work no no i'm not that, uh, that's i state that for fact um i basically i try to do my thing i've always done this i, I don't too especially making music I, I don't try to focus on the current trends or whatever you know uh, i, I kind of well maybe how, how the, the the reclusiveness comes in and maybe that aspect i try to like just stay focused on my thing I, I don't listen to I really don't and this is I've said this time and time again like I really don't listen to electronic music I really don't my day to day is usually hip hop and like some jazz and maybe now and then some classic rock but uh, I, I really don't but I think that always keeps me in my own lane in my own craft um, there's a few people I check out like my friends like yourself or people send me things to check out and of course I kind of every now and then I check on to see what Jeff Mills is doing or people that I think that 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 has uh, pushed the envelope for a while to see what they're doing because they're the ones that they're still around mm -hmm. they're still pushing mm -hmm. and I think everybody else is trying to just catch up you know what I mean some people like uh, your girl from uh, Berlin, Cynthia. Oh, yeah, Cynthia's uh, killing it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it's good to see and follow uh, the people that, like you said, that are maybe friends that are in the business. Maybe for yeah. me, I'm always, Jeff Mills is always on my radar because um, um, I really value his, um, his artistry. So mm -hmm. uh, when I am not in the club, I, I enjoy my hip hop, of course. This is, this is, this is clear. But I'm, I only ask that question because um, how do you know where your music belongs in the industry if you're not following basically where it's going? I mean, you say you from the you have to know your uh, you have to know your history before you know where you're going where you're going in the in the future. You have your own um, uh, shall I say uh, a library of sounds that you your go-to sounds that make you who you are i mean i'm not really focused on trying to fit in it has nothing to do it has nothing to do with fit in it has something to do with inspi being inspired yeah um and i'm not and i'm necessarily talking about electronic music at all, as a oh just uh, general yeah it all depends man i think i just something that kicks and i get i mean you can't myself. go to bear and play hip-hop yeah, you can. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Sure you can. Uh, all right. Okay, you show me a, a DJ that's hip-hop and play, uh, got booked at, at Bearcon. <laughs> sure you can. 
nobody has done it yet. You just have to do it. What was the guy? Um, was it Anthony Perry? No, somebody played some crazy stuff. I think it was Anthony Perisola. It was that Bergheim and just whipped out some crazy stuff. I, I wasn't there. That's what I heard. But who's to say? That was the it's last like, time he was booked there, right? No, he's still he's still a resident. <laughs> so I mean, but who's to say that? Who's stopping him? Like, just do it. Do what you feel. If, if it goes, it goes. If it don't, hey, I was in that moment. You know what I mean? So one day I might play someplace like that. Whip out a, a I don't know, a Barry Manilow kind of song. <laughs> and then be like At the Hey. Who's to say? Who's to say? Yo, what the so, fuck was so that? So what if the dance floor empty? They have to wait till the song gets done. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, all right, all right. My way or the highway, I get it. Give me all the praise. We'll do some things real quick or something. All know? right, we're going to talk about your agency later and see what they say. <laughs> uh, your book. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is the views reflected on the interview yeah. with Melissa Gaines? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Any... Any new releases coming up our way soon? Yeah, there's a couple. Um, and I feel bad I should have had this stuff ready. There's me and um, James uh, Johnson, a.k.a. Portal, the split EP for uh, this French label. And it should be out pretty soon. And uh, I also have an EP out on Roger. Uh, I can never pronounce his last name. Roger used to be a member of Issue, uh, this crew out of... Um, Nyman and and Netherlands that I had a relationship with uh, early on. They recorded for me. I recorded for them. And he has his own label, uh, Audio Auto Dialect something. I can't. I'm just out the loop right now. But it's going to be out pretty soon. And um, he reached out with me. Reached out to me like uh, God six months ago, and we did some stuff. So um, that's coming soon. But in Hakim, right? In Hakim. Hakim's release, right? Oh, that's you talking me personally. Me personally, those are my two. Okay, good. And, and then uh, for the Coder City, uh, the last two releases of Coder City Development Corp is going to be uh, Stefan Weiss. Uh, this guy is like dope. And I ran into him because um, I was getting promos from, I think, his label, like digital program. Excuse me, digital promos. And it was so dope. I wrote to him and was like, hey, uh, thanks for the promo. And we just kind of had a relationship from there. So these, I had his record. I've been sitting on this record for about a year now. So it's, it's coming out. And then my la- this, this, the last ever, 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 ever release on that label is going to be from uh, Hakeem Murphy under his uh, H- HM505 right, record. Right, right. I see. Yeah, it's... it's it's not even an accident. It's 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 hot. It's it's him. Okay. But it's dope. Out of most of those releases, the uh, HM five hundred five thing, it's mm-hmm. I think it's more a housey thing, and, and it's, it's dope. And that's the last ever releases for that label. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I'm I'm gonna restart my MS thing again. I got some projects uh, that I'm working on. Releases. I'm coming at you. I'm coming at you with a couple of them. Yeah. I'm coming at you with and a couple of bombs. You. Yeah, buddy. I got I got uh, a, a project with you probably be on MS and that's and I'm working hot, with, um, um I think the first one um I'm gonna redo that put that out and I'm getting um Lee Holman on for remix duties and my homegirl Punja B uh, I met Punja like two or three years ago in Berlin uh, she's uh where's she based out of uh, oh man I can't even think right now. Nastasia, Nastasia played your uh, uh, track on um, B- BBC uh, Essential Mix. That's, that's my homie, man. Um, Which, what, been, what track was that? It's my my track, um, Clockworks. Clockworks. Uh, yeah, it's on. Um, on um, 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 it's on. It's on you. I got it right here. Yeah, it's on Thema. <laughs> Show this uh, on this on Saturday. Oh, word. Oh, yeah, here we go. Got it? Word. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's that's the wrong record. That's me, but that's not that, that's not the record she's she has played that record. I thought that's the one she that's the one I heard her play. And she played that in the mix, but then Which uh, label is this? Um this is That's made of concrete. Made of concrete, right. Right. So the one she's playing that and then she's also playing my uh Clockworks thing on Thema, which is a uh, Lily Possible's label. This is that this is the label from the concrete club, right? This Um I don't know if they have a club or not. But yeah, made uh, from concrete. No, this oh, label. No, yeah, not concrete. Like no, not okay, that. Uh, but yeah, they're out of Germany too. So, okay. uh, I think Dresden or something like that. Dresden. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but she's she's been supporting me, man. Um, I've been trying to do some stuff for her for her label. Oh uh, yeah, she's gonna have a she's gonna have a she's gonna have a hot label coming out, bro. So it's out now. Some some nice stuff on there. Um, I, I need to get I need to get up on get up on that because I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing what her her creative process is. Um, tell us a little bit about your production process. Is there a specific structure or in which you begin? Or um, not really. I usually it's either I'm starting off with from scratch or from a, like a, a beat, just like a regular kick drum, or I am messing with uh, patterns and sequences from just uh, a synth. More, most of my things usually start off like I'm messing around with a sequence or a sequence, okay. or either from noise or some kind of weird pattern or something, mm-hmm. and I hear something in it and it goes from there. You expanded to modulars, I saw. Uh, I have. Uh, I'm, I'm in the process of building my, my modular rack, which has been sitting here for the past year with only one module in it. So if that tells you, uh, yeah, because you've been because you've been in, uh, uh, branching off into your fish tanks and aquariums. Oh and- yeah, that's the stuff, man. <laughs> hashtag, he's a drug. He's hashtag, a uh, hashtag what? Hashtag techno aquatics. There you go. <laughs> he's a fish addict. He's a just in case you know this. Uh, yeah, man. My- that's that's. That's it right there, man. Fish. Uh, boy, you're a jack of all trades. <laughs> well, I'm trying to be. I mean, my, my goal is that at one point, like me, I got my, my nephew. My nephew, oddly enough, I didn't even know he had, he was in the fish. And he came home with a fish tank one day. I don't know if he saw me do it, which I think that's not the reason, but he, he's, he's in it. So my plan is... Um, Maybe in the next couple of years, I want to open my own aquatic store. So, to branch off. And I'm just learning more. I, I just started my first saltwater aquarium maybe five months ago now. And it's a crazy, crazy learning curve mm-hmm. uh, as far as keeping things alive. And it costs a lot of money to keep things alive. So, <laughs> so yeah, well. I think after all, man, I think it's a relaxing thing. And, you know, and I just, I tell people like, it's like I'm taking care of my little portion of the sea, and it's basically what it is. I'm, I'm controlling life. <laughs> this it all depends on me, you know what I mean? And it's just a good thing. I mean, I like my fish, man. They do their thing. It's relaxing and, and stuff for me just oh, to yeah. see. It's it's a good thing, man. And I'm learning a lot, man. I, I'm not, you know, I'm no scientist or nothing, but I'm learning a lot about chemicals and different things that go along and support like a reef system so it's pretty cool man that's mm-hmm. my thing mm-hmm. but that's my goal I'm, I think I'm gonna try to do that in the next couple of years when you when you finishing up on or you have an idea about what you want to do musically when you're releasing um, what are your final expectations um let's say think, techno I think for me the where I'm good with things is when I get to the point where I'm happy with it. Um, we all want to make money. You all want to, you know, you want to do something that you know, just able to support itself. Or you, you're putting, in, you're putting, you know. I think the goal most people want in the end to have their music like out there or people buying it, accepting it, and stuff. And since if you're doing it yourself or you have any kind of deal, as far as money goes, to get back on your investment some sort of way do you ever think about the dj or do you ever think about where it belongs do you ever think about um if someone else is feeling the emotion that you're feeling um do you ever think about you know um uh, do you ever think about will it stand the test of time or do you do you ever have any of these the test of of time that's the time thing comes up every now and then 
Um, far as the other stuff, I mean, nah, not really. You know, I can say like I'm aiming for this particular type of DJ or this particular sound or this particular place where he played. That's my perception of what I think. Um, that doesn't always happen. I've had tracks that I've made like, oh, I know this is the bomb is killing, it's gonna be bomb, it's gonna drop, and nobody played it or nobody likes it. Or if I have heard it played somewhere else, it's not in what the concept I thought it was gonna be played in. Mm-hmm. So it, it's the music thing is fast, man. Like I said, like that's like me again playing Frank Sinatra and, and Bernheim. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That that's that. Who would think that? But it's it's all up to the individual. So I think I do think about things that sometimes, but the majority, you know, I think the other thing that really hits me is like the task of time. Will this be able to be played years ago? It, it don't have to even be played. It's just the fact will my music will somebody find my music 20, 30 years from now? Mm. No. This is interesting question I think um, do you think the role of social media has completely changed the dynamics of dance music how it's made or how it's consumed uh, completely mm-hmm. uh, um, there's more are they, are they just another outlet to release your music other than just vinyl there's another or, outlet to do it this, this, that's, it's, it's definitely made another outlet for music to get out there but I also think because of this type of thing that's going on it also has hampered the, the amount of uh, quality I'll say mm-hmm. that comes out because anybody can now you know anybody can put something out there whether it's garbage or not and I think because of this it's so much of this stuff that's out there that a lot of the good stuff gets sifted all over into, yeah. into the keller someplace yeah. it gets it gets lost you yeah, know what I mean yeah. if you think about like when you first started uh, DJing what did you do either you read it in a magazine or you heard it at a club and you went to the record store the next day it was like y'all heard this what's this record this and this and that and you then you had to actually seek and search for music and I think because of this it it, it, it crafts and shapes you in the type of producer you are, the type of DJ you are, the type of music connoisseur you are, because you know what you want, you know what you're after, and but you had to seek and search for it. Instead of somebody just dumping it in your face, like, here it is, take it. And if you can see that as evidence if, if you belong to, I get promos like every week, that half these people I know, half I don't know, half I sign up for a list, half I don't even know how the hell they got my email address. Mm. But here it is, dump it, take it, push it, you want it. And I think it, it has gone where you're forcing people, you're forcing stuff down people's throat. And if you take that into like a bigger concept as far as marketing goes in certain companies that push certain things, they're pushing it because there's money behind it and they're getting paid to do it. So I think same with with DJs. There's a lot of DJs that are DJs because there's a bag in it or there are a lot of DJs that that are famous or or get further along because there's a machine behind them and they're pushing this agenda. And I think, you know, it it takes away from a lot of stuff. Hmm. So, but so yeah. So there's good sides and good sides and bad sides because you can touch, you can touch your fans, directly. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 base this on the good music rather than sifting through the shit music. You think it's a good thing? Yeah, if it's if the music's good, yeah. I mean, because there's been people that uh, a, a few people that I've heard or. I had no clue that this was them or this person or I never had access to this person. I think I do think that yeah, social media exactly. does if, if you're willing to to, to let it. Yeah, if you're yeah. an artist and you're one of these people that nobody's ever heard of your music because you had no 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 way to people to find out who you were. Yeah, because you, you know on a label or you just you know some right. somebody else. Well now you know so, you right. you know who you can and don't, reach out and those to aspects of the, of the situation yeah it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. so it's, it's a double-edged sword it can go either way you know totally good just totally bad when we spoke last about the decisive podcast series overhaul with the idea to step up the game a bit 
um, by implementing a creative uh, concept and get more in-depth information about the artist and the art of DJing, which comes by the way of, I would say, presenting an uh, exclusive bi-monthly DJ mix to uh, connect and communicate with loyal supporters. Um, this is the first guest mix um, special this year, so um, can, okay. you, can you finally, my brother, let the cat out of the bag on what you have concepted for us? What is your concept plan for the decisive bi-monthly Get the, bag. <laughs> uh, get the bag he said all right this is an inside joke folks he wouldn't tell me earlier what his concept was so now we're gonna find out all together right right now i think what it is for me I, I, when you pose this you were like yeah you need to come up with a concept i was like concept the hell are you talking about concept? exactly i knew you was gonna uh-huh. say that I knew that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I, I thought about it, man. And like for my whole series, and it's, it's, it's not for just this mix, the whole, my whole concept of all this for, for you and Decisive and where I, I want to go with it. And as I did a lot of thinking. Um, cool. And my concept is the following reflect and expand. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and by by meaning of that is that I'm taking a reflection of everything that's either my surroundings, my situations, mm-hmm. things are going wrong, both uh, mentally, physically, musically, mm-hmm. socially, and taking that and reflecting on how does that reflect on me, mm-hmm. and then I take that and expand musically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think by doing that, you know, the next, the series for me, I, it's gonna, you never know what you're going to get. And I think that's a good thing for me, you know what I mean? So, so it'll be, yeah, it'll be some good things. I think that my, what I want to do is just kind of expand my um, musicality within okay, electronics. So, so, the, so does this, okay, so does this mean you will be challenging yourself as the, from the past present future because you, you you went like either techno or house right mm-hmm. um and i think my what i meant by concept i was feeling like <clears throat> we have a lot of people that just dab in and dab out and i was asking myself um, and I also had was doing podcasts where I felt like I was working with people that just didn't give a fuck. Right. And I decided that I didn't want to do that no longer because this is a lot of work for me, a lot of time for me, and I needed loyal artists and DJs that would try to focus on giving the listener and people something to actually gravitate to and to try right. to try to get them to realize um, um, and express what they like what they don't like what they you know and kind of engage and to to actually give back the support to um, what I hope that they enjoy and come back and look forward to the bi-monthlies that's why for me the word concept it could be the wrong word but this was kind of what I wanted artists that would say, hey, look, if you want my mix and you want a podcast, here's my check out my latest mixes here on Decisive because Right, right. With that comes with that comes an ex not necessarily an explanation of why you do things, but to kind of educate and bring the list give the listener more than just um um what everybody else is doing. Um just the mix and this and that. And I think for me it's great to talk to you and understand how you think and right. what's going and on I will life. say that you know like you're one of the few people like I enjoy you as a person anyway because you know we always you know yeah, yeah, I first met you you know what I mean but yeah. I think that's one thing that we have that a lot of people that I, I do know I have you know you were there for me when I was in you, you yeah, know down when you were there down, down, and, down. and that's what I'm saying we, we have a deeper connection 
than just, oh yeah, I, I'm gonna do a mix for this guy and podcast and a couple questions. It's more for that. And I think a lot of this, you, you miss a lot of this in this industry for one. Um, and I think because we're actually friends, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 special, and I, and I appreciate that you know you you offer you know me this platform. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And that's, that's dope. You know what I mean? And so that's what I think it is, man. Like like you were saying, like you know, you do do this. Nobody's paying you to do this, and then you do this because it's out of your love and uh, your, your love and what you love for the music and then the people you involved with and it's the respect of each other and stuff. And I, that's a personal thing. You take this really personal, and that you should. And I think that's that's special, you know what I mean? So, you know, you always got my support. I mean, I mean the ultimate the ultimate goal is that I am I am really trying to target towards sponsors and to um, give us and even step it up even more. This is this this is another level of it and that's why I want to have you guys back regularly so we can the people can follow us through the the growth process. Right, it's for sure, man, for sure. You know, I hope you know. I know the sponsor thing would definitely help. You know, I wish it goes beyond that. You know, what I mean, to like size of. I mean, we, yeah, right. So we are. I mean, we are. I mean, we are in the you know? pod. We are in the podcasting and and um, era, social media area era, where people are going and are able to find other than what a radio station, regular radio station, would not give right. you. Right. You know, or wouldn't probably would not dab into, and um, so some of my friends in America ask me, "What the heck are you doing? Are you crazy with this kind of music?" We don't, you know, we're we're hip hop and we're this. Hey, you're closed minded, you know, and I am not. Um, and I've grown from hip hop to uh, electronic music, not electronic music as the genre of techno, but as a whole, right. Um, and I've watched it grow for 30, 30 years from house, all you know, from all the sub genres to through. So to me, um, that is a, a great inspiration. So being in the world we live in now, numbers mean something to people. Right. And if their friends are following it, so the so the, the so the objective is if you like and you're learning and you're understanding and you really like the podcast, you will you will open up. So right. with with that said, you know, uh uh there is no there is no promises, but yeah, I didn't expect that. You know, so you right. you have a booking agency, a new one, right? Yeah, I'm through uh, Quest Agency. I've been with them maybe uh what a year and a half, maybe. You happy with them now? Yeah, I love them. Um the thing is it's uh uh my, my boy Stefan with uh, uh, the Z, he started an agency. Um, when I first, from a little background with me and him, when I first started, um, when I first was going to, to, to my first show in Berlin, actually, actually, um, he wrote me just on some Facebook stuff. Hey, I see you in Berlin. Uh, then we'll come check you out. They're following your music, this and this. And this is like over like six or seven years ago. And um, he was like, let me know, you know, if you need any extra gigs, I can try to help. So this is somebody just coming out of the blue that is following me. It's like offering to help. And I was like, cool, thanks. And <clears throat> my first time, I think we, we met. And um, he's always been there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he's a big staple of the scene in Berlin. He's been there for a while. He knows what he's doing. Okay. And why? when I was actually on other agencies, he was, yo, you, I, I, you need the extra gigs, and this is not even. He's not even an agent. Okay. He's just helping out. So when he started his agency, mm-hmm. it was like a no-brainer. A no-brainer. Like, no, okay. come on, man. You used to give me gigs when I wouldn't even wait you. You know what I mean? So there you go. Um, and it's nice to see, like now, like his roster has expanded a lot. You know, last time I checked, like Scan Sevens on there. Oh wow. Backers on there. Oh yeah, wow. So it, Oh it's wow! It's actually, and I feel special to be a part of this. You know what I mean? So he knows what he's doing. They're, they're great, man. You know, my only thing with me, you know, because I work, I'm not. I don't have a lot of free time, and you know, that's why this one. I've been, like I said, I've been here probably two years now, but this is the first time I was actually able to 
do something because of my work. You know? Yeah, yeah, but that's that's about <clears throat> that's about ready to come. You laid the foundation. Now you can get back to where where you where you belong. Actually, <laughs> in between right. uh, on the side of your on the side mm. of your work. Um, before we listen to your decisive podcast mix, uh, can you tell us a picture you had in mind for this show? For the as music. Far as this- Okay, so what I've been doing, um, I've been trying to, I, I mean, you know me, I play kind of everything. So I'm, I'm kind of, I've never, I'm kind of all over the place. And uh, my last, what, how many podcasts I've done for you? Like three, this, four already? This is like the fourth, fifth the one? Fourth. Usually except one, they're pretty, been pretty damn hard. <laughs> like, no, so I remember the first one's been like, you know, hey, I'm kind of doing this house thing. <laughs> But it was cool, you know. We, we kind of took it in another direction. Yeah, right? but every every one of your every one of your mixes, I can That's tell really- I can tell that you put your soul, and I can feel that when you do your mixes. And this, for me, is very important. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This one, um, what I've been doing lately, and this was, I, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm trying to get back or nothing, but my last four podcasts that and they're spread out like the last one was the Bunker Podcast from Bunker New York I've every time I do a podcast I reach out on social media to friends family and this hey I'm doing a podcast and not not saying I'm being cheap or nothing because I you know cheap but, no, well maybe a little bit but <laughs> what I'm trying to do man it's like since I uh, you know I recently started using CBJs probably like the last year ago year and a half ago so I used to get all these promos and mixes and, well all these promos from different labels and stuff but I'd never play them because I, I didn't do that I just played vinyl all the time but it, it, it actually uh, by doing this it, it gets me uh, exposes me to a lot more music there's a lot of music that doesn't come out on vinyl that, that is super good and I have access to it now but what I've been doing is like um, asking my friends and close friends, family throughout the industry, whatever. Hey, uh, or even people around here. I'm doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for promos, un- unreleased material that you may have, mm-hmm. or just special stuff that you just want to give me. And if it flows, I'll use it. So a lot of my stuff in the last four podcasts have been unreleased things or things. Hey, I, I just did this in the studio yesterday. Check it out. And it's okay for me to use it, or, or so some of the promos I get from some of the promo uh, places like Bad Drop, wherever. This usually a 50-50 mix, or or more so more promos from friends and family than promo services. So it's great, man. And and, I, and because of that, and I'm getting it from all different genres. So within the electronic realm. So because of that, I, it varies. The podcast varies. How the music goes and how I do it. It's like how. I DJ with vinyl, so I just throw things like, like when I go like at a gig or something. I just literally I have a few records that oh yeah I go through like I haven't heard this in a while. I will throw it. I just throw shit in the in the box, bro, and just go. And it's all me. If you ever see me play somewhere, most of the time I'm like ducked down behind the fucking decks looking for records because I don't know what I don't I'm looking for shit as we go. Like somebody said, yeah, I would just see you play, but you weren't there. I was like, no, I wasn't there. I was down there looking for records. <laughs> so, but I figured that's the, 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 the strategy I, I, I'll go now. So people send me things, digital things. I'll make a playlist. Uh, like here's 30 tracks. I'll, I'll, I'll briefly listen to them. It's not my, I know what I like and I don't like, like less than a minute. So if it's something I can work with that, I can get it, this and that, I take it, I put it in a record box under, for instance, podcast for Roberto. I never throw them, it might be 50, 60 tracks in there. And as I go, I load up, I hit record, and I go. And to be honest with you, more than half the stuff in this podcast, it's like the first time you ever listened to it by queuing it up. And, but it just works. It's, I think it's, a, for me, it's, 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 it's a high, because I don't know what's next. Okay. No, okay. so and that's that's uh, it's special in that way. Okay, but it's a lot of good things, and, and I like to thank everybody um, who, who actually helped and, and, and gave me things to play. Who did uh, special the shout? There you go, shout him out. Oh yeah, shout out for Lee Holman. He always comes. Through. Oh yeah, Lee. What's up, that's Lee? Dude. Okay. And um, I've been talking with uh, 
A Vision. Guy from, I think he's from Brooklyn, New York. He's blowing up, he plays everywhere. And we kind of did some behind the scenes talking on um, um, Instagram. Okay. And he saw me things, man. That guy is, he's dope. I like I like what he does. And he's kind of all over the place with his production and stuff. But shout out to you, uh, my girl Punja. Shout out to you too, sending a track. I got you in there. Um, actually, one of my artists from uh, Coda City, uh, Owen Nye. Owen Nye. He's like, yeah. Owen Nye, man. I love this. That's my guy. Okay. That's the guy. And he saw me, man. I don't know who, what is, if these tracks are out or what oh, it yeah. is, but dope. He's actually, I felt good about that because when he saw me, like when I knew Owen, like I said, like he was like 14 or 15 and I was living in England and he saw me tracks. I had no idea how old he was. And then he came and played here for me for my birthday one year and he was like 19. So he's progressed since I signed him and then we did that. I think he's the second Coda City release. He's progressed immensely and I'm so happy and excited that, that, you know, to be a part of his journey along the way at some point. Okay, we're going to get this playlist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got to do that. You got to get that done. Okay, Miles, with that said, we're looking forward to uh, listening to your program. And man, thanks for bringing such a positive vibe to the program every time. And I'm looking forward to our bi-monthly journey through the year. Um, so far, you're the first uh, to do the special guest mix. We had J-Lab to do the live the, right, right, right. the live series and uh, we have George Bliker uh, started off the Munich exclusive so we're on our way okay. and then um, next week uh, we will air the um, the podcast here and along with um, Mixmaster G um, he created the software for uh, it's called the uh, DJ Mix Utility um, okay uh, D- yeah and um, yeah I met him at the ADE so I'm looking forward to that one because uh he has a very good product that uh, um, helps the workflow between uh, Recordbox and Tractor and Recordbox and iTunes. And I've been using this product about a year now, and it's really uh, helped me out a lot between my different platforms. So thanks again, okay. bro. This is Miles Sergey from Grand Rapids, Michigan, USA, and you're in tune to the Decisive Podcast Mix Series with Mr. Roberto Ingram. 2020, baby. <laughs> Cool.